What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year. What's going on, fellas? How, how, <laughs> how we feeling this evening? Yeah, doing well. Doing Amazing. Well. Just good. Perfect, perfect. How was everyone's week? It felt long, but, I mean, it was good for me. Uh, week two of the job isn't isn't going too poorly. A lot of information to learn about. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Justin? How was your week? I know nothing really changes from week to week, but you close out the week strong. Yeah, I'm good. Cool, 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 cool. Um, hey, Chris, I want to ask you a quick question, man. From you know our conversations last week on the pod, has any of our listeners reached out to you to to show their support and you know stand with you in your in solidarity and everything like that? From you know what you told them regarding your deepest childhood traumas. Um, yeah, actually, uh, obviously not name dropping or anything like that, but, uh, yeah. I had two people reach out to me, so a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, like one of them I, I anticipated and then the other one, it's not like I was like surprised, I guess. So mm-hmm. no, it was, it was nice. Um, I never really, sh- I never really shy away from stuff like that. Yeah. No, that's what's up. I, I do appreciate the people reaching out to you to, like I said, show their support and let you know that they got your back and everything like that. Cause you know, we all have to stick together and, you know, make sure we're there for one another and whatnot. So um, I guess for this episode, it's going to be a, a stark contrast from, from uh, <laughs> what we talked about. I really last hope week. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about the gift that keeps on giving, you know, <laughs> And by that, I'm talking about STDs or STIs, sexually transmitted diseases, sexually transmitted infections, whatever, whatever is the politically correct term for. I'm sure that they mean two different things, but they're also synonymous. Yeah, I think the the main difference between the two is treatment options and Mm -hmm. if it's long term or, you know, something that could be cured or prevented. So, but then again, it's been a while since I've had to look through and figure this stuff out. So I apologize if I steer anyone in the wrong direction, but if you are concerned at all about any of this stuff, please reach out to a professional or, or go to, you know, a health organization's website. Or you can check out Mm -hmm. web, web MD and diagnose yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. That's Um, the worst advice ever. And probably... (laughs) And probably don't Google image whatever it is as well. Um, Yeah. Maybe if you need it, you know, to reference what's going on. Um, But some of it could just be rabbit holes and everything. So, Mm. yeah, no, the reason why they started using the term STI was so that it wasn't as threatening. 
and because you know more than likely we'll come up with a with a newer term i'm sure you know in the next 30 or 40 years but the reason why sti as well um if you think about it um they start off as you know um bacteria and viruses you know if you think it as a from like one to five they start off as sti and then gradually to stds so yeah um but if you don't get treated right away it'll it will grow to an std so yeah it will you know that's why they use sti so that it's not as threatening so do get yourself checked out otherwise yeah especially if you're active uh it's not only for your own safety but for those that you plan to engage with and no judgment if it's same sex different sex a unisex whatever whatever the the terms are now for for any of us yeah. um, mm-hmm. preferably not animals <laughs> sorry for a little bit of humor that's a little sidetracking but mm-hmm. um yeah, uh, just looking at CDC's website right now, if I were to sit down and actually read all of this, it would probably take me a good three or four days, not including just the the sheer pain of reading through this stuff. So there's a lot of information out there uh, around any of this stuff. Uh, this guide is from 2002, which it's definitely been updated since then. So uh, all right. feel free to... Look for yourselves if you're interested. Well, Dempsey, I know you were kind of distinguishing the two between an STI and an STD. It all sounds scary to me. So, um, you know, I got a question for you guys. I just want to know, in your guys' opinion, why why are STDs and STIs, whatever we want to call them, why are they such a a hidden epidemic nowadays? Um, Well... I mean, I don't know if it's if if it's necessarily hidden um, because it, it is like I've I've seen plenty of things when we were in college about you know the rise of of STDs and uh, different trends that people are doing. Like I think I think it was um, actually right after you left, Cedric. I think the there was a new phase that that men were going through, which I apologize to all people who have experienced this because of of men. Um, mm-hmm. but where they would be having intercourse and they would take their condom off in the middle of it. Uh, I think they were deeming it ghosting or some, something like that. Uh, what? <laughs> where like in the middle, they would take it off and just, you know, finish the whole thing without a condom. Um, that was, that was big for a while, but I think the, the biggest thing is, is that people aren't necessarily talking about it because they might feel uncomfortable about something like that. But I, I don't know if it's hidden other than the fact that people don't want to disclose or don't even realize that they have something. Mm. Yeah. Did that catch you off guard there, Cedric? Man, yeah, because <laughs> you, you called it ghosting. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't I don't remember if that was the term. Um, yeah, like texting. You know, no, type no, 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 not at I all. Mean, I mean, that's different. Um, right. Oh man! No, it's probably not ghosting. To be um, honest, I don't remember what it was, but it, it's. To be honest, it's in my opinion, uh, 
really shitty thing because that is terrible. Uh, if you if you if you've gained consent to have sex with someone with the with the premise of a condom being used, which is most likely going to be the case almost every time, and you take it off during, at that point you've actually negated the consent. Right. So it's just it okay. creates a different different issue there. But yeah, sorry for catching you off off <laughs> off guard there. But I mean, you've been you've been with the same person for before that so you probably don't have to worry about that situation (laughs) too often you know with having two kids and you know oh my goodness wow that's yeah that's a crazy little stunt that somebody wants to pull like literally (laughs) yeah (laughs) little stunt (laughs) what about you dempsey what's your thoughts on it um i mean with that with STIs, what I've what I've noticed is that, or at least uh, what I've read is that a lot of the, or at least with the diseases, some of them can show little to no uh, symptoms, mm-hmm. or at least you know um, till later on. So, I mean, it's, if at it's, all, it's, right, right, if at all. So that could be, you know, quite concerning for for the people, you know, especially for the younger generation. Yeah, because I, I mean, with that too, like it can create issues, you know, for someone giving birth, uh, complications and stuff like that, which yeah. could affect the generation coming up and stuff like that. Because there, there was a time where, gosh, I want to, I want to say it was like maybe mid nineties, where like there was so much advertisement about the rise of sexually transmitted diseases and like the almost like a horror show side effect of of them kind of saying like it's on the rise and this and that. Um, Obviously we're becoming more advanced with knowing different things. Um, People were turning up with HIV and AIDS again um, in large numbers. I mean, there's a lot of different factors that go into it. Um, but Cedric, going back to the point I was making before, I guess the term was called stealthing. That's uh, terrible. Which, <laughs> which unfortunately is something that probably happens way too often, especially especially in, in regards to this topic of, of STDs and STIs. So on an uncomfortable side of things, though, for you gentlemen, I will say I am clean. Um, I had a potential scare a few years ago. Got checked. That was good. So, isn't that the last time you had then, sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we're going there. Yeah. So I haven't really uh, been with anyone for four or five years. No, I had I had one I had one occasion uh, not too long ago, but before that, yes, it's been that long. Thank you, Justin. Um, but yeah, so had a scare, thankfully still clean, but what about you guys? Like, have you guys had any scares, uh, where you're like, oh shit, what's this? Um, finding something that you didn't have before or, um, you know, just, uh, getting tested and finding out that you had something, whether it was permanent or not. I mean, before I had the cold sore one, like I freaked out about that until like I did like the research and then I went in and it was like, yeah, 90. 90% 90% of people like have it. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like if you have a cold sore, don't be going down on chicks. That's kind of like, <laughs> like much. ever or because no, that no, so like no, so like if you have a cold sore, like like you said, like which 90% of us like have that. 
you like if you have an active co-star, like just don't be going down on chicks. Cause like if you do go down on a chick and you have that co-star, then she can get um uh, I think it's HSV two. Oh, herpes which is like genital herp like it's like genital herpes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that yeah. We don't want that for the ladies. Or a dude. Certain, or, well, yeah, I was just saying certainly dudes or anything like that. Nobody nobody wants that. Not at all. Uh before I uh before I answer that question, I, I do kind of want to <laughs> want to give my take on why sometimes STDs and STIs might be a, a hidden pandemic. Uh, I think a lot of people aren't being mindful of not only themselves, but of, of each other, too. You know, there's a lot of willful negligence and just a overall lack of ownership and accountability and not practicing safe sex and, and getting checked and getting tested. It's just just a little insane because there is such a, a large movement to promote a healthy sex life. And, you know, there's such a large access to all types of resources regarding the education of sexually transmitted diseases and infections. You know, people nowadays, like you were saying, Chris, with the whole stealth thing, people just don't give a shit about it. And it's, you know, it's caused uh, such a raise in the, a rise in a spike in SCDs and it just shows it. And it's just a direct reflection and correlation of, you know, we got to stop being embarrassed to talk about these things and we really got to take these things seriously. But to, to kind of go back to your question about, you know, have we ever had any run-ins with, you know, STIs and, and whatnot. And I'll, I'll be more than happy to, be very candid with you guys. Uh, only had only had a, a run in once with it, and uh, it's back in 2007. Um, Ooh, it, really it was the college year. <laughs> it was a while ago. So it was like 2007, mid like the mid semester break. You know, I think it was that Easter weekend and whatnot. Um, so everybody was leaving. I didn't know you were Chris or you were Justin at the time. So, you know, I only knew Dempsey and he went home for the weekend for the extended weekend. So it was just me, me. down the road. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In his backyard, basically. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I invited this girl over and, um, you know, I was just like, Hey, ain't nothing really going on. Do you kind of want to just have some fun? And she was she like, well, yeah, I'm not actually leaving campus until, you know, like, Thursday or Friday. I'm like, cool. If you want to have fun, you know, by all means, you can swing by because I had my own room and everything. And so after she swung by and, and we did, you know, we did what we had to do. And, you know, it's funny because <laughs> that was that was my first time becoming a sushi boy. <laughs> that was the first time that I be, that I did it raw without a condom. Right. <laughs> So, I was gonna say for those that don't understand the technology, <laughs> you should have explained it. But no, you know, I think everyone yeah. gets it. Okay, a sushi, a sushi boy. So, so get that nigiri going. Oh, man. <laughs> so Good we so, so we fast forward to to like Saturday night, Sunday morning, and I felt something just wasn't right. Like I was what? I was peeing a lot more, and not only was like the frequency increasing, but there was like. You know, my urine, it was very cloudy. Was it burning? Uh, yes, it was burning. It started to burn. I was starting to piss razors. I was just in a world of discomfort. You know what I mean? And especially down in my lower abdomen section, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. So I avoided going to the, uh, you know, the, the big rapids hospital. 
And I kind of just fought through that pain through the entire week. I'm like, I'm just going to wait until Monday morning. I'll go to Berkham. I'll, I'll see what see what they say. And that was just a terrible decision because I fought through that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is this is this is terrible. It was also Berkham. Yeah. <laughs> they stick the Q-tip down your dick yet? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did that shit to me. That shit. Man, yeah. No, not. It's so, definitely not pleasant. So I get to I get to Berkham, right? And I tell them my experience and my symptoms. And he was like, yeah, you might have an SCD. And we need to take a culture test and, and check that out just to make sure. And he wanted to confirm, make sure there was stock in having one. So, you know, I got on that treatment table. He was like, yeah, you got to pull your pants down and everything. And at this point, I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable and, and I'm scared. And, you know, ultimately, he was like, yeah, I got to take this Q-tip and I, I got to take a swab sample. Whoop. Bro, he shoves that Q-tip down my urethra hole. And I figured, <laughs> like, this stinging <laughs> sensation mm. is what death feels like. <laughs> I'm so- like... I'm like, I don't care if you just chop it off right now. I'm cool with that. So just take the whole thing with you. Take the whole thing, <laughs> everything. So he took the Q-tip to get the sample. And then after that, he sent me on my way. He made me get a prescription for, I think it's called doxycycline. And so I took Dude, that. Do you still remember the name? I do. I do. Because I, I, if I ever have to take that type of prescription, I'm not going to do it. So I took that <laughs> in the meantime. And it was just like the worst medicine ever because it made me throw up. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't hold down any foods. I was I ended up starting to puke bile and everything. And it was just bad. So like a day or two later, they reach out to me. They're like, yeah, you know, what? you don't have an STD. You have a negative culture test for all across the board. But you do have a, uh, a complication from an STD. You have a, you know, a UTI. I'm like, okay, you're an air tract infection. That makes sense. So he was like, you know, you, you need yeah. to you need to tell your partner the, or the person that you slept ended up sleeping with. So I reached out to her and I, you know, I told her she needs to go get checked. And then she ultimately found out that after she got checked, she did have chlamydia. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. for, yes. for those of you that that can't see us because we don't have have visual, um, half the time I was clapping for him because that is. <laughs> The the symptoms he was talking about are usually a sure surefire sign of chlamydia. So if you have that razor feeling when you're urinating, you should probably get it looked at fast. So like she got she ended up getting everything uh tested and checked out and she was good. Ultimately she she got it clean or she became clean. But you know, I just think in hindsight it was just stupid on my part because you know I thought that I'd be safe and immune from from going in, you know, without protection. I, you know, I should have maybe I should even told her <laughs> Chris. Maybe I should have even told her what it was that I was going through, but I didn't want to freak her out until I actually had a confirmation on it. Um but yeah, that was that was crazy. And like ever since I've been huge on using protection and unless I'm in like a committed relationship. And even then I'm still scared shitless and I'll still, you know, heed warning and caution. But, uh, you know, like my motto and mentality and mindset is like if I can't use a condom, it's a no go for me. It's not really that important at all. But overall, I mean, we, we were good. We were cool with it. And, you know, it was bacteria based and <laughs> so we could get it cured. But it, I mean, if it was like a, you know, a virus one, you know, I, I think I might've been pretty pissed off and be pretty livid on the whole thing. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I never had an STD, but that urinary tract infection was a bitch. <laughs> mm. 
Good old warning right there, man. Scared you into making you keep it on. Yeah, man. Like, listen, I don't give a shit if I, like, I'm not doing it if I can't wear a condom. So, nope, ain't doing it. <laughs> but some people make you get tested uh, for, like, the cougar lady. I don't know. You remember her? We remember she came to the fireworks. Was that one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, she like she was like she was like pretty adamant about it. She was like, uh, you know, we can do other stuff, but like we can't have sex until you get tested. That shit was two hundred dollars, bro. Man, because I didn't have insurance at the time, so I had to pay. I said, man, I'm gonna pay two hundred dollars. Like you know what? <laughs> sex with you is not really that important. <laughs> hey Justin, where did, where did no, you I go for the two. Your, Oh, you did? Where'd you go for your testing? <laughs> You just go to the, like the local clinics, like you just look online, and that's how mm-hmm. I found it. Because like me and her did it together, she was like, "Oh," okay. I was like, "All right." I was like, "You get tested?" She was like, "Yeah," because I have insurance. I was like, "All right, yeah, all right." But you know, that's really reassuring. You know, to to go together and do it that way, I think that kind of lifts a weight off of everyone's shoulders. Is said, "Where where'd you end up getting your testing done?" Man, well, you know what? All the you testing. Went to the health center. I was yeah, I was gonna say all the testing that I've ever done was at Berkham. Okay. Yeah. Um I'll I'll admit this and a lot of people probably don't realize it, but I had my testing done at Planned Parenthood. Oh so really? It's not yeah, so it's not just for females, though you will probably feel a little awkward because I th- I think I was the only male there. Uh and I had like a thirty five minute wait and stuff like that, and there's literally no guys there except for the ones that went with their partners um but yeah um so they have they have... a partner there what you talking about <laughs> i like the numbers i'm the only dude there. <laughs> i know you clean i'm clean okay hey this. i mean they do other things there too justin uh because it's all one main lobby plus that for for women's like safety and and like um Serenity and stuff like that. Probably not not the best place to you know start talking to women if you're a dude. Um, just because some of the things. Nah, are bro, I'd have heard different things. Understand? <laughs> you can approach them at any time. You know, like to shoot your shot. But if they ain't feeling you, just go away. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm getting older, so you know, if there's fuck, if there's a ball on the court, I'm picking it up. I'm gonna try to shoot. <laughs> All right, so. So go get tested and try and pick them up at the same time. Got it. Um, but yeah, no. So um, it was actually pretty reasonable. Obviously, I had insurance as well, so like it, it, it was cheap for me. It didn't end up costing the two hundred that Justin had and stuff like that. But uh, my concern was potentially genital warts. Ooh, yeah. I don't. I don't want that. Got a story dick. for that one. But I'm awake. Ooh. Uh, wait, you could. You could. It's all you, Justin. Take it away. No, so I have a friend, like, uh, she's cool with me talking about it, from my understanding, because we were talking about it, and I told her about the cold sore thing, and then um, she was telling me that, you know, she was, she ended up messing around with some dude that was a piece of shit, basically. Because, bro, if you got genital herpes, I know for a fact, just from reading that shit online, you know 100% you got that shit, because you get the fucking mm-hmm. blisters, from my understanding. Yeah, that shit, they painful inside bl- out. I don't know about that, but yeah, I can just, I just imagine. Get, I just know you can see it from from the. Uh, it's weird because I did, yeah, I looked at somebody else's dick on on the internet, you know, because I was like kind of curious. But yeah, so I guess um, uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but I guess he must have had an outbreak, so they had sex unprotected, and then uh, she ended up getting it, which is 
it's like really sad though because I mean she's a great person and stuff like that and me and her kind of talked about it and uh, she knows that we do this podcast and stuff and I had mentioned that we were going to do this and uh, she was telling me about her story and she like uh, like I mean she's kind of like heard about it because like now she thinks that she won't be able to find a partner and all this other stuff and I told her I was like you know if you just be truthful and honest you know I'm pretty sure like you'll find someone you know it's not it's not the end of the world but yeah. she's more like there's when you have a uh, STD like that, I guess it's more of a, a stigma of being dirty. And like, obviously, she's not like a dirty person or anything like that. You know, she just messed up and had sex with the wrong dude that he should have told her, obviously, that, you know, he had that. And uh, so now that's like something that's like affecting her for the rest of life. And then so we talked about this situation. I don't know if this. Well, like, yeah, I guess. So in high school, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, this dude, he uh, moved up there. And me and her were super cool, super cool. And uh, so he ended up liking this girl. And, like, uh, so, like, they smashed, right, like, in the uh, high school bathroom. And it's, it's it's so heartbreaking to hear it because, like, so I don't know if he knew it, but he had HIV. And, like, that was her first time having sex and she got HIV, bro. Yeah. And I was just, Damn. like, and then everybody in the school knew, like, yeah, everybody in the school found out about it. And um, and I was just like, dang, like that's like the first time you ever have sex, you know, you get that, like that's like, man. And then uh, I I don't know whatever happened to her to be honest with you. I, I kind of want to look her up on Facebook, but I don't remember her last name though. But she was like the sweetest little girl ever. Like you know, me and her uh rode the bus together and stuff like that. She was super cool. Mm-hmm. So when a dude was talking to her, I was like, oh, you know, he a cool dude. You know, she a cool girl. Never would have thought that that dude had that in mind. Damn. So for me personally, that's something that you definitely want to be careful of. Like I always tell people about the cold sore thing. I'm like, hey, listen, if I have a cold sore, you know, can't be down there. You know, we can do some other stuff. You know, so like just being upfront and honest about that. But like that's like H man. I ain't gonna lie, I can't date nobody with HIV. I'm so <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because what if we break up? <laughs> and I think that's the biggest scare for some of these people when they come to SCDs, like, you might be willing to, to walk down that road, but you also have to think about the potential. What if y'all do break up and you got that disease? Uh, that disease. But my understanding, like, a lot of that stuff you can get uh, medicine for. Like, I think, uh, I think, like, genital herpes, you can. Like, uh, I think you, so you, you don't transmit it or something like that. Yeah, I've but, seen those commercials called Valtrex. <laughs> yeah, but, I, man, but that's, that's still scary to me, bro. Man, I am I, like I don't want to say be weird, but I love my dick, bro. I can't. Bro. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Yeah. And I'm looking at this stuff. This is like this shit's serious. Like, because even with a condom, I don't think you're protected. Yeah, you're not you fully protected. Yeah, yeah, you can still right. get it on your, you know, her juices and stuff. Bro. I don't damn. <laughs> like damn, <laughs> like. But you can get it on your crotch, you know. Yeah. Like, what I'm trying to say. Right. No, I was picking up uh, what you laid down. Yeah, I'm about to say, man, I hope they don't really be listening to this edit. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey, like, hey, Dempsey, uh, real quick, yeah. real quick, uh, Chris. Uh, Dempsey, have you had any run-ins? No, no. I've, I've had a UTI, actually. I don't believe it was of sex, but, <laughs> um, man, no. No, but that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it was from that. Um, it was about 11 years ago. I was sexually active around that time. But here's the thing is that you don't have to be showing symptoms. So, I mean, it's it's hard to say. 
So, uh, so you said you got it like 11 years ago and you were sexually active. You don't remember or recall if it was around the time that you were having sex with. Other, right. Cause it was right after we graduated. But so you just, you just don't remember if you, right, man, right. Maybe, maybe you're just getting old, <laughs> man. I mean, you are the oldest sure. member of the podcast. So I, I think I you just might be getting old, man. <laughs> you just not yeah. remembering. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, Justin, those are some crazy stories. I mean, f- man, for it to be your first, and then you get leveled with the boss of all bosses of STDs, the HIV. Like, that's yeah, heavy. Bro, that's, bro, that's I didn't heavy. have sex to eleventh grade because of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, no, it, no, it was, no, my senior, yeah, my senior, my senior year, bro. <laughs> like that is insane. Like I feel for. Like that's and the same thing with the other person that you were telling me about or telling us about. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He, he knew that he had. I it. think she's gonna be all right. Well, the one with herpes. I don't know about the girl with HIV. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not in contact with her. Like that was like forever ago. But now, like, uh, she definitely wanted like me to like kind of like voice that about like you know if someone tells you that stuff, like don't make them feel bad because you you never know like. I mean, even with the uh, the herpes shit, I mean, you could have drank out of somebody's cup mm-hmm. or fucking, uh, like, the uh, mouth or, like, uh, use somebody's lip gloss or some shit like that. So, yeah. like, it's mm-hmm. such a negative, uh, it's such a negative image that when people, when someone tells you that, like, you just immediately uh, assume that. I'm not going to lie. I was like that, too, bro. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, you do have that. Mm-hmm. But you, you do, you are. Now that I'm older. You kind of become a little judgmental in those type of things. Like, I, I think all of us have. I mean. <laughs> so I will, I will. like, yeah. <laughs> I, so I try not to judge people because man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I had a man. I was out there wilding, bro. <laughs> and then no, I like as I got older, I started being more conscious. And then like the whole coaster thing, I was like, that shit, man. That like scared me straight. I was like, what? And then because I start, uh, like I was freaking out about it. And then I started doing uh, the research and stuff. And then like I found out about it, and I was like, so I had to start being more cautious. I think. One time I was at your house and uh, Brayden was trying to give me this chapstick to put on. I was like, no, no, you know, as a kid. So, like, so I flipped it the other way and put it on. He was like, no, you didn't do it right. And then that's when Brady was like, no, like, you're not supposed to be sharing chapstick. I was like, because I don't know how to explain this shit to a kid. Yeah. So I'm not trying to fake him out. And you know, Brady's yeah. smart. He ain't stupid. He's like, no, you didn't put it yeah. on right. I was like, <laughs> my yeah. man called you out on it. Yeah, I was like, man, that's a smart ass little kid. <laughs> And they're so innocent without like even knowing anything about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you want to, and... yeah. So you want to protect their innocence, but like that's mm-hmm. a huge thing. Like for a lot of us to be thinking about, like I know, like in the black culture, they tell you don't be sharing. Like I never knew about it as a kid. Like you just hear that, like don't share chapstick with anybody. Don't be sharing your Carmex. Well, Carmex for us, because that's what I remember it being. But then, like mm-hmm. as you get older, you start realizing, like damn, that's you know, that there's a valid sense, reason. Though. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember, I remember that growing up too. Like, don't drink after other people, and mm-hmm. yeah, don't use the chapstick and the Carmex and yeah. that, yeah, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, I won't do it. And now, like, now that I'm makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> totally makes sense. I'm putting the pieces mm-hmm. together. I'm like, oh, so that's why. Yeah, I'm still gonna practice that and not do that with other people. So, as <laughs> I say, you guys remember but, when I had uh mono that was from sharing a drink oh was it yeah so like you can get sick so easily from sharing 
anything with anybody. Yeah. But even as a parent, a lot of people are passing that shit on to their kids mm-hmm. and not knowing. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something, too, as a parent. Like, me personally, like, I would be more conscious of because, like, I'm like, if I, like, I don't think I would do it anyway just because, like, like, just knowing, like, the whole culture thing, like, just, like, I would try to teach my kids, like, no, don't drink after anybody. Like, I'd rather just have that kind of mindset just to try to protect them a little bit, I guess. Like, I understand, like, 90% of people have it, but I don't know. Like, I think it's still something to put that early caution in uh, with your kids about stuff like that. And then definitely going to have to have the sex talk with my kids and kind of share some of my stories. Like, like, listen, you know, you, the worst thing to do, uh, the worst feeling in the world is to be, like you said, in that line waiting to get uh, SCT uh, checked. And bro, this is what, like, I don't know if you all ever been tested for uh, HIV, bro. They fuck with you for real. They, they do a mind game, bro. So listen, (laughs) and it's like, they, like, I asked the girl, because you know how I am, bro. Like, I asked about that shit later. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I got tested for it, right? And then uh, they don't give you the results, right? They say, oh, we call you, right? I'm like, okay, cool. And then so they called me. They was like, hey, we need you to come in. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's not cool. <laughs> bro, I'm in that bitch, like, sweating bullets and shit like that. They made me wait. Like, like I got there on time and shit like that. They wait 15 minutes and shit like that, right? So I, so I get in there. I'm like, all right, listen, man, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. You know, I don't know how it's going to work dating-wise, but it's going to work. So I get in there, and she was like, okay, sit down and stuff like that. And then she pulls out the paper, and she was like, oh, you're good. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I, bro, I almost snapped. I said, what the fuck? I said, you couldn't tell me this over the phone? And she was like. Save me a trip. <laughs> Well, she was like, the reason why we do it this way is to stress to people how serious it really is. And I was like, oh, okay. So they intentionally host you? No. Well, they intentionally try to make you feel that, like, that, I guess, like, fucking heartthrobbing feeling. Yeah, that yeah. fear. You know, like, like, yeah, like, hey, this shit is serious and stuff like that. Especially if you did have it. Yeah, bro. I didn't have, bro. and then I got tested again, obviously, because in the military they test you for HIV and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, bro, like I don't know. At this point in my life, man, I- I'm okay with using the condoms now. As you say, if you've made it this far, Justin, don't, yeah, that's what don't I'm saying. waste the luck that you had. Oh, man, I, I ain't trying to put none of our business out there, but like you already know, man. <laughs> I don't want to be cocky, but I'm like, damn, I might be immune to them bitches. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, even though we are making light of the situation, everyone, I mean, this is definitely a very serious topic. Um, I know my coping mechanism is laughter and being funny. Um, while we were discussing some of this stuff, I was actually looking up pictures of some of this stuff. If you haven't done it lately or at all, Definitely do it because when Cedric said something about it eating you eating eating away, eating you your know, flesh, having your yeah. dick getting eaten away, yeah, <laughs> yeah some out. of those pictures are, are disturbing. Um, and like Justin was saying too, if if you have symptoms showing, you'll know that you have it. Um, I was I was worried over one little thing that that made me think I had warts, and it turns out I was fine. Like it just. Yeah, it definitely put the fear in me. 
Man, pissing razors, <laughs> razor blades was enough for me. I'm like, yeah, this ain't worth it. This is not worth it. Like I said, that was my first, that was my first time becoming a sushi boy. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know who hasn't said anything about this at all? Dempsey. Dempsey, have you ever had a test or a scare or any of that? I have not. I have <laughs> been very fortunate, man. So let me let me ask again. So why haven't you been tested though? I mean, you're the oldest one out of us, and you haven't been tested yet. He ain't having sex. Look, yeah, I was about to what? say. Yeah, well, I mean, he but I mean, yeah, but he has. <laughs> he has though. Like, right. He's he's admitted that he's he's been active and stuff, and he's saying he's never had a test. Like that's oh, I think that's one of the bad. things that yeah. So that's one of the stigma I think that that we need to help people realize is just because you're currently not active doesn't mean you shouldn't get tested. If you've been active before, cover your bases, cover the bases of anyone that you're you're either hoping to be intimate with or have a fun night with or you know meet at a clinic. Um yep. Shoot your <laughs> bro, I'm gonna say it's the perfect spot, man. And she come out and she she got good results and you got good results. I'm saying like it just makes I mean, sense. don't be a creeper. Hey. I'm saying oh, yeah. don't be a creeper. But I'm Ariana saying Grande. like that's I'm, just I don't know. Man. That's just the universe aligning itself, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm here at the same time. You here at the same time. You good to go. I'm good to go. <laughs> you trying to get breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. Hey, remember I used to live across from Planet uh, Parenthood? Yeah. Oh man, that's dude. Monday mornings is the best time ever to get up, bro. <laughs> just <laughs> no, because remember my window was right there across from Planned Parenthood, bro. So, um, so on Monday it? morning, I used to see who whoever was uh, oh. in line, bro. <laughs> like you didn't take the Plan B last night. Yeah, and this man, I wish this was before Snapchat, bro. So I'm kind of glad because I was kind of ass. So I was putting people out there, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad it wasn't. But I was like telling people, I was like, bro, I saw her in the line. <laughs> you ain't it was right there. No, it was just. Okay, it was immature at the time, but like, bro, like, at your window is like, my window is literally right there. I wake up in the morning, bro, you know, like before class, and like they open mm-hmm. up at nine, and you look out the window, and you already know why those people are lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was some good times on that. That is bad. So, Dempsey, yes. again, Probably should be something you do, especially if you do end up finding someone that you're you're eventually going to care for or have fun with or anything like that. Like any any of the guys or even the women listening in on this, when whenever you guys do end up listening to this, yes, it costs money. Yes, mm-hmm. for men, I don't know what it's like for women, but for men, it's not very pleasant. But mm-hmm. it's more pleasant to have that than what you could have pissing razor blades, Ooh, uh, uh-huh. having it eat away at your genitals, um, having HIV and having to take dozens of pills several times a day, uh, if you're lucky enough. <laughs> um, th- this stuff is is pretty serious. Again, take a look at some of the things that could eventually happen, unfortunately, to you. Uh, keep in mind, too, if you ever want to have kids, like what that can end up doing to your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep in mind as well that um, unfortunately, like with with Justin's friend, uh, getting herpes and stuff like that, you can unfortunately permanently damage a female from ever having the chance to have kids because uh, they can gain cysts, they can have the bacteria and viruses eat away at their 
I just Organs. completely blanked. Organs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, their their ovaries. Um, oh, ovaries. And it can just okay. <laughs> yeah, it it can literally prevent them from ever having what they probably would have hoped for as like the high point in their life of you know right. being a mother. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. It's not just it's not just you guys. It's it's anyone that you ever plan to be with or even have been with um, to give them that information too. So right. Yep. And especially, you know, at this for uh, half Americans at by the age of 25, half of Americans will have some form of an STI. So I think that's where the herpes come. Well, the mouth herpes come in. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me mm. personally. I just think that's where that because it says like 90 percent. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I like between kissing people, like drinking, like I can definitely see it like uh mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see where that happens, but at the same time, I think that's being mindful. Like, but also, like me personally, like I personally never knew about that until I got one and I started looking it up. Mm-hmm. I, so I never knew. Uh, I guess this isn't like after college. Like I did the research and I was like, "Oh, you shouldn't do this," you know, at this because I ain't never really like. I think I would get one like maybe once a year or something like some random shit. To be honest. Mm-hmm. With you. And like, lucky, I guess at the time, like I wasn't with anybody or anything like that. So, but I did the research and I looked it up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But it started made me like do the research. And, uh, and I talked also, I talked to another friend about it. Like she had got tested and, uh, mm-hmm. like they said she had it, but it turned out, I guess she didn't have it. It was like some weird thing. <clears throat> like it like, no, it's scary, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, Chris, cool. you, you brought up a good point. I, you know, me personally, I'd be up in that long line of, you know, paying a, a steep price of, oh, for a, I thought, of mine, a quality piece of mine. If you go yeah. to the cling right now, you know, you dead. <laughs> yeah. Because she's going to be like, what? Why you got to go, man? Man, y'all got my back, though. Everybody right? pray, like, nah, pray for no, our friends. really don't. I'm uh, 7,000 miles away. Ain't nothing I can do. And, and, out. Eventually, when she does listen to this, she I, got no, to I got nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, dead, yeah, yeah hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, wait, I told him not to. <laughs> Yo, um, can I still come over for dinner? Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Always invited. Um, so, I mean, Justin alluded to to part of it too. Like, he didn't learn about this stuff until later. Like, I know in my middle school when they had like sex ed and stuff like that, like. It was it was more of like uh, I mean we had the conversation but it made the grown ups feel weird it made the kids feel weird so nobody really talked about it paid attention like do you guys do you guys feel that that's an opportunity for us to improve as as people in general just like having those those kind of conversations that you need to have instill the fear because yeah I mean, this shit we is ha- serious you know Chris we have to I mean because if you think about it children are starting to have sex younger and younger like that, that's debatable I think I think for a while like we think it's like oh man it's got to be younger but I mean there are some nasty stories out there yeah it's, Dude, I, it's more, uh, more like yeah more yeah <laughs> like <laughs> anyone he brings on the show that's that's young like I plan on yeah, 12 year olds and stuff. You got to be careful with that. Like I plan to 
to have those conversations with my boys. I don't even care that it's going to be awkward or not. Like, I have to make them aware, you know, more sooner rather than later, because this this stuff is serious. That's why I think that, you know, children are having sex much younger and it will suck for a child to get an STD or STI from another child. Like that stuff is mind boggling to me. Like, wait, how? Wait, what? You guys should be playing Pokemon and, and you know, learning about makeup and stuff like that at this time. But like, come I on. I take a dark twisted turn. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no, but no. It's something, yeah, it's, what's it's, good? What's good? Um, like, so sorry, Chris. We all understand what happened to Chris and stuff like that. Like, what if that person that you know touched him has something uh, like that? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So like, I think maybe like you said, like starting to have these conversations with kids earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, you know, at that age or something like that. Like, if I think if your kid had like a rash or something like that, I think your kid would eventually speak up if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. they, you know? Yeah. When they're young enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They might like, Oh, this is hurting you. This is, you know, stuff like that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I know my sister, like, and I praise my sister for this. Uh, like she talks to my niece. Uh, they have their own little code and stuff like that. Like where my niece can tell her if somebody like touched her or something like that. And it's the same thing for my nephew. Cause like, uh, we were out there playing football one day, you know, I kind of like put, pointed at the hotspots. I was like, man, listen, if somebody ever touched you here, 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 or there, you know, make sure you come tell me your dad, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of explain that to him because I had an incident when I was a kid and like I was ready to tell, man, because I was like, man, this dude just touched my ass. And then so I told a teammate, I was like, hey, bro, you just smacked me on the ass. And he's like, oh, no, no, cool, bro. It's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. That means you did a good job. Yeah, that's positive reinforcement. That you yeah. Did. No. So, um, this is a time where my nephew was like, uh, he wanted to play football. So I kind of wanted to go over that stuff with him, you know, and explain that to him. But I told him, I was like, I said, if anybody touch you in the front part, no, nah, that ain't no good job. But you go tell. Yeah. You no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I actually, you know, my sons and I, we have uh, a code, you know, basically the same type of thing that, you know, you and your, your nephew experienced, like, no, no, don't touch me there. This is my no, no square. Like if anybody touch you in your private, private parts, you need to let somebody know, especially your mom. Exactly. And dad. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have to instill that in, you know, with them very early because pe- people are, are creeps out there. So you, you just can never be too sure. Can never be too sure. And then, and then uh, kind of going back to your point, too, about, like, the kids uh, having intercourse when they're young and stuff. I mean, a kid's not necessarily going to know if they were born with an STD because it was, you know, transmitted uh, during birth or during conception or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's that, that high likelihood of it spreading without them even knowing anything about it. So, um, I know there, not being a parent... I can't really have much say in it, you know, but being a kid when I was younger and stuff like that and like seeing, you know, how active some people were hearing about how active some people were when they were younger and stuff. It, it's, it's crazy that we're not trying to have these, these conversations, these classes in a very detailed and, and helpful manner. I think I know there've, there've been a lot of people that have, you know, fought over you know oh don't tell my kids about x y and z and some stuff to do with the religion stuff i know like in gosh now i don't remember how many states but 
uh, I recently read something about how there are still dozens of states that their sexual education is literally based on the Bible and it says mm. abstinence mm. is the only thing. And they will never allow like the schools to talk about it. And you know that the parents aren't going to talk about it. So yeah. right until it happens to their kids. Yeah. And even then, I mean, who's to say that their kids are going to even say anything to their parents. Mm-hmm. I know I never told my mom everything and I was the, the quote unquote angel in the family. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she literally thought I was uh, a golden child and stuff like that. And you know, I, I did some bad things, but I, I mean, as question. you guys know, like, so I got a question. So let's think about it this way. So if you knowingly like have a STD, would you still want to have a kid? Cause there's certain STDs like from my understanding with the general uh, herpes, uh, if the baby comes out um, vaginally, vaginally, yeah, vagina. I'm, you know, I be trying to be PC because I'm like, I don't know who be listening. People be crying and bitching about words. So um, being PC, bitching about it. Oh yeah, whatever. You can, you can say that word. Sensitive ass people, man. But um, so my understanding is like, if the baby comes out of you know there, like, and you have a, a outbreak, like you're potentially exposing that whole, mm-hmm. the baby's whole body to it. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, I think you can have a C-section. You can. And yeah. uh, that'll help my understanding. Um, but yeah, like, so would you, like, would you make the decent, like, I know me personally, like, I pray I don't, this don't ever happen. Lord Jesus, please. <laughs> uh, like, if I ever had HIV, I would not, I would not have kids. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like, no. that's just. That's I think that's like fucked up, man. Like to have not fair. To, yeah. knowing, right. to not only have that and to have a kid because a kid, like I don't know the numbers, but I think it's pretty high chance the kid gonna have it because it's in your blood, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, the, some of it, some of it is literally um, transmitted through genes, and not just you know from you know the vaginal uh, birth. You know, I, I have a question for you guys, and. Uh, it's kind of stemming off of what Justin said about the one, the one girl who ended up having sex with the one guy who had what, herpes, and he he knew that he had herpes, and he he. Okay, well, I don't know if he knew he had it, but I'm just saying, like me just putting the information together. I'm just putting it like I'm just saying, bro. If I got some bumps on my dick, like I'm just saying, <laughs> you touch your dick every day when you wash it. Yep. So you should. I, I just I just yeah. feel like. I just feel like you would notice some fucking bumps popping up. I mean, besides from like razor bumps or some shit like that, but you can't. Yeah. Well, let's like, say, well, let's say that he did know. Um, how would you guys handle it if you knew that the person that you were, you know, about to have sex with knew that she had an STD? You know, you asked her, hey, do you have anything? And she said, no, and I'm, you know, I'm good to go. In the back of her mind, she knows that she has it. You guys sleep together, Trust but verify. And tr- mm. <laughs> you guys end up doing it, and then you find out that you have one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, time on. Okay, this gonna sound bad. <laughs> Which STD did I, did I catch? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that'd be part of my response. Well, yeah, that matters let's, too. Let's all right. Let's uh, a viral one. Let's say herpes or HIV. The genital one. The- you know, hey, let's go with something more serious. Let's go with syphilis. Oh, you can get rid of that, right? You can, yeah. That's a bacteria. If you only if you catch it early, she's gonna have to pay for it though, for real though. Like, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like let's just let's 
I mean, we could probably keep it broad even um, and just like talk about like, oh, you know, if it's something minor, you know, slap on the wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I for, would go ahead. go ahead, Justin. Like I, me personally, bro, like just because we we getting older and stuff like that, I would kind of have a conversation. Like, like I said, just like about the whole culture. Like sometimes people just don't know shit, bro. So like, mm-hmm. um, if it's something curable, you know, like I'm gonna try to talk to her because yeah. I'm at the point now. Ryan just jumping in the bed with everybody. So most right, likely, me, right. and her, her, me and her probably already got like a relationship or or something going on where like it ain't like a one night stand where I'm like I'll probably go off on you, but we ain't yeah. doing those no more. So yeah, yeah. Uh, try not to. But so um, like I would I would try to talk to her like, hey, you know, did you know about this? Did, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that because I don't want to shame her for it because that's because if you think about it, shame her or him. Uh, that's probably why they didn't tell you. So mm-hmm. uh, another thing that me and my friend talked about it, and like I was trying to make her feel like super comfortable about telling me this and making sure she knows that like, hey, it's shit happens. You mm-hmm. know, it's nothing to be ashamed about. You know, and then also at the same time, like your life isn't over. Like I was, I told her, I was like, if you had HIV, I'd be like, damn, you know, shit kind of fucked up. You know, but like you got herpes too. Like it, it sucks. It really does suck. But like someone's still gonna love you. Like one of our friends. Right. Like she has it, and uh, it's like she's like married and stuff like that. You know, obviously, I'm like the type of person that she is. I'm pretty sure she told that person mm-hmm. they're married. I don't know if they have kids or not. Cause, like we're not friends on Facebook no more. I must have pissed her off or something. <laughs> I didn't delete her, but it is. What it is. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so like your life can still go on. So like, oh yeah, for sure. like if you have something, it ain't the end of the world. I promise you. Just just be upfront and honest because. Being upfront and honest, you'd be surprised how many people will really love you for that. Because a lot of people don't tell the truth. And mm-hmm. like I'm the type of person, like if you man, if, if you loyal and you honest to me, man, I can rock with that, bro. Like you, right. can, you know, uh, people here they be like, you just need to marry a nice girl, not a pretty girl. Like, I would like to marry a pretty <laughs> like, can nice I do girl. Both? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit of both. <laughs> man. Yeah, but at the same time, if you honest and open with me about something like that. Like, I know I can rock with you for real because, I mean, you always going to tell me mm-hmm. the truth about everything, especially yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, what I was getting at is they weren't being open and honest <laughs> with you and on it. Like, and they, they, they knew, but they willfully neglected to tell you, like, on purpose, whether it's a, a bacterial STD or a viral STD, regardless, they passed it on to you. Or the STD. Mm-hmm. The AIDS. Yeah. Oh, the ooh, yeah. Yep. Let's say let's say jail. they pass. <laughs> yeah, let's say they pass uh, HIV or, or the the serious form of herpes to you. How, how would you guys well, handle that? Like it would suck the herpes ones, but like knowing that like uh, I'm still alive, like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna die. I guess I'm gonna be real mad and real upset. And but at that like, but this gonna sound fucked up, but you know how I am. At that point, you might as well stay with her, bro. Shit, y'all both got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, and the secret's out the bag. Shit. Well, then we're gonna have, we're gonna have to have another conversation. about listen, what else you ain't been telling me? Like, I'm stuck with you now, so <laughs> we put it all on the table. Let's yeah. But I, um. But anyways. Oh man. Uh. Well, for me, I, I'd be pretty pissed off, man, because you know that's I think that's breaking all trust and kind of like what i said in the you know in the earlier episodes like that person took the power and you lost the power of, of ownership of your own health 
And, you know, since they didn't disclose that to you, you know, now the STDs and STIs are going to be jeopardizing your health. So I think people just get scared of judgment. And I mean, like the worst thing that could happen is the person say, no, I don't want to have sex with you. That's I mean, and if they end up saying that, then, you know, go on about your business. But, you know, now that's a dude. Yeah, used to rejection, bro. Like rejection yeah. pop off us like shit. Now I'm getting rejection thirteen. Yeah, like mm. you brush it I off think, and you keep it moving. Like I was gonna say, I think I think for for guys when they get rejection at that point, I think I think they feel a little certain some type of way where it's like, nah, my pants are already off. We're doing this, you know. <laughs> nah, like, we gotta talk to no. We gotta have this. We gotta talk this out, man. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. talk about this, like because like well, no, I know a but, lot of girls like. Go ahead. I meant like if the guy is the one doing it, I feel like guys are more inclined to not disclose it than the female. Yeah, because it's hard. Cause I thought that's what I thought that's what that's what I thought Cedric was getting off. Like, oh, when he was talking was like the whole like, you know, especially those guys like disclosing that information, being like, "Hey, we've been rejected. Let's just leave," you know? Because what do you mean leave? Like, like, like not have sex? Not, yeah, like not have yeah. like not go through with it because. You know, oh, you told that, that person yeah. and they like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, that's yeah. that's the worst case scenarios. They don't end up doing it with these. Uh, you know, like J- Justin, you were saying, you know, we should be used to rejection. I mean, then fuck it, pretty much. Yeah, I like, mean, let, let's just act right. like adults. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, no, I'm gonna try to, mess, I'm gonna start smash up friends. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just say that's 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 kind of what I was hinting at. Is it? I think if because guys are somewhat used to rejection if you get to the point where you're about to close you you do really want to risk uh, yeah i was gonna say do you yeah. really want to risk the close um but i know for me i know what my answer is yeah um, like if you get somebody hiv and you know you had it yeah. you get jail oh, time bro. yeah because that's what's considered attempted murder or assault and battery or something mm-hmm. like that Woo. yeah you gotta yeah. be careful i mean honestly for me i think if you know or have reasonable suspicion that you have an std especially any of the major ones not just not just hiv or aids i think that should be assault um especially if you're if you're not using now if a condom breaks or something like that like that's yeah. that's shit happens different, but, yeah yeah but like if you're knowingly and willingly doing that and putting someone else at jeopardy yeah. to contract an std or an sti male or female or, or non-binary or any of that stuff yeah, it doesn't even have to be malice intent. I mean, if it's malice intent, I think obviously that's yeah. that's different. I think scale, that means you know you had it. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, malice malice is like, oh, I have it, and I want right. to give this person this. Like, I want oh. them to have AIDS. Like, mm-hmm. you are you are wishing harm upon them. Right. Um, hopefully, not everybody that has an STD that has sex with someone wants to harm anyone. But no, it was a chick. I, I think when we was in college, like it was Uh-oh. an article about a chick that was out there doing that. Like, she I was actually, to yeah, back. I remember that. Remember um, that. Yeah, she was trying to get back at people. Wait, what was I think it was she didn't know who it was that gave it to her, so she was going around and just giving it to all the people that basically mistreated her. This happened Mm -hmm. at at college? No, 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 no. It didn't happen at Ferris. It it was an article at the time. Like, I just, I don't know if I I don't think it happened at Ferris. I just remember the article. I was like, because she was bad. So, you know, she went missing, but, you know, I was like, (laughs) damn. But um, at the same time, with some of that, I can't really necessarily blame her because I presume that a dude did that yeah, to dude her did without wrong. disclosing it. So, um, granted, I also don't 
like the whole eye for eye thing. But like if if that does happen, for me, I think that is something that should be considered assault, battery, mm-hmm. um, you know, attempted homicide or, or manslaughter or whatever you want to call it. Like I think it should have grave consequences because, like we were saying before, it can literally affect someone for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. their potential children's life. You know, their partner, if they end up having one, like it, there's a whole bunch of ripple down effect for that stuff. Yeah, I got a slash of tires or something, but like for real. And, and let's say that you, you know, you have something like that and you still want to sleep with the person. I mean, strap up, do what you got to do. Like, we're kind of used to tell a person. For, yeah, you, like, you still got to tell them, but yeah, yeah, we don't want to get away from that. Yeah, yeah. you. you you, you most certainly still want to use protection and, and you know release that information to them regardless. So it's crazy out here because really you'd be is. surprised, man. Like even like uh, you can still have a healthy sex life with with some of these STDs, to be honest with you, yeah. or as I don't know. Um, I mean, the ones that go away and stuff like that. Even if the ones that don't, like there's medicine you can take. So you so uh, I think for the. Um, uh, the herpes too. I think they have like suppression medicines that you can take. Mm-hmm. But because, uh, like I said, like when I did my research, you know, because like I had the cold sore, like I did, like I looked up both because like I yeah. was like, oh shit, you know. Um, but there's medicines that that you can take with with that partner, but they tell you even though you still need to uh, to get tested regularly just to make sure. Just because the medicine suppresses it doesn't mean that it it won't transmit to you still. Right, right. So um I think that's something uh to be to look at. Like me personally, man, like I don't know. That's I'm kinda glad that like I'm the way I am now, like where like I have my fun and like I'm kind of more chill and mellow now. Because, mm-hmm. like um especially like it seems like uh I know in Atlanta like HIV is like like yeah. on the rise out there. That's HIV but capital places, of the world. <laughs> yeah. But other places I know like general herp like it's like that was a, like she's like the second person that ever told me something like that. I was like, dang, like so to me personally, that means like it's 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 making a comeback and it's out there. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, that's 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 crazy, man. That, that really is. Whew. Um, let's uh let's go ahead and, and wrap everything up. This is a pretty good conversation, but uh, real quick, I, I want to ask you guys, you know what advice would you guys want to leave with all of our listeners on this on this topic disclosure like i mean no um no matter how bad you think the situation is i think the consequences are worse for not telling somebody if you know speak on it <laughs> so uh and that's just like like i said that's why i always tell somebody listen man if i ever get a cold sore you know can't be down there but we got these toys mm-hmm. you know but uh that's something like i think you always want to be upfront and honest with and uh just think about if that was you, because most likely the person that you probably got it from somebody that didn't tell you. So how did you feel at that time? Right. So yep. I guess I can, that's just my little two piece. I can get down with that, man. What about you, Dempsey? Yeah, he's been about, quiet. <laughs> uh, I was about to say the same thing, just let it come full circle. But um, people just use common sense, really. You know, just use protection. Some people lack common sense, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. My my advice is going to be get tested um, often if you're active. 
just just don't risk it for yourself and for others. Uh, I just read a statistic that HPV can actually give people cancer. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. HPV. Ooh. Yeah. That was and big HPV, in high school, bro. I remember that. Yeah. HPV, uh, right now, the, the statistics for HPV in the U.S. is that an estimate of at least 80% of sexually active people will have HPV at least once in their lifetime and it's an infection so it does go away but it can lead to something serious such as cancer so um, get tested get tested often especially if you're active don't don't play roulette with yourself and other people hey yo real quick uh chris uh that v and hpv stand for virus and i was always under the impression that viruses don't go away well, uh, they might lay they might lay dormant, but they'll mm-hmm. you know, but they can still come back. So, yeah, uh, I just know that it's it's classified as an infection. So, mm. uh, I mean, technically, the, the the flu is a virus, and we get rid of that. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't speak on that part about the bacterial and, and viral, but I do feel like I've learned the same thing when i was younger is that about viruses viral is, yeah, yeah vir- virus is more serious than bacteria but yeah i mean there are some scary bacteria things out there too but that's oh absolutely absolutely topic. yeah uh like you said that's that's a different topic for sure uh for mm-hmm. me uh just be smart and use protection I, I know that they don't fully protect you but if you use them correctly you should have some success behind them and if you're not feeling confident and comfortable with all of that, just don't have sex. <laughs> but, you know, um, also kind of what everyone was saying, you know, if you're embarrassed and uncomfortable about, you know, having those conversations, you just got to keep in the back of your mind. Hey, you, you want to stay safe and you want to keep others safe. So have those conversations. Think of what's, what's the best that can happen. You just have to make sure that you're looking out for everybody and being mindful of that because you just not. You know, you're just not dealing with yourself. You're dealing with another person. So, mm. so I guess on that note, this was a a fun but serious topic. So, <laughs> I I appreciate this one, you guys. <laughs> this one was pretty good. But hey, as always, we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men. We will talk with you guys next week. Peace. Just make it clap. Wow. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year.